In a world where movies are abundant, but podcasts are, well, well, podcasts are also abundant, comes another podcast about movies. You're listening to Stop Talking During Movies. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Stop Talking During Movies. I'm your host, Sick. That's S-Y-Q, also known as Jesse Luke, and I love movies. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, I'm an MC. I'm a physics major, so I think that qualifies me to talk about film, bruh. No, um, I'm not. I'm kind of like uh, in between a movie snob and a casual moviegoer. I would imagine some people that know me probably are like, yeah, you're a movie snob, dude. But I don't think I fit really into that because there's a lot of movies that just get a ton of praise by critics and I find them ultra stuffy and boring. And then there's movies that critics turn their nose up at and I really love and enjoy. So I'm, you know, I, I feel like if you are like that, you're caught in, the, in between a movie snob and a casual moviegoer, this is the podcast for you. Um... <clears throat> Today, I think the first episode, I thought, what better way to start the podcast out than to talk about the Super Bowl of movies, the Oscars. I mean, I guess if the Super Bowl, if the teams were chosen by old white liberal men that didn't watch half the games during the season, and then they chose the two teams to go play each other. It's kind of like that. Um, I like watching the Oscars, even though, you know, they disappoint me all the goddamn time. They don't choose the movies that I love. Um, but what I do is every year I try to watch all the best picture nominees and I'm really glad that I, or I'm, I like doing that because I think it's a worthwhile endeavor because there's a lot of movies that I probably wouldn't watch unless they were up for best picture. And I'm glad I watched them because I probably just would have missed out on them because some of them just don't sound very appealing to me. Um, and then I watch them. I almost always am satisfied with the movies that are nominated. Now, I rarely think that the movies are, you know, worthy of like, so I do a top 10 every year, rate every movie that I see, and uh, rarely are all the Oscar movies included in my top 10. However, this year, I think is a little different. I think this year, uh, the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, Joker, uh, Irishman, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Ford vs. Ferrari, I think pretty much all of these movies deserve the Oscar nomination. I think all of these movies are at least very good. Um, Most of them I rate as a great film. Um, And I think this year in movies has been extremely good. Uh, Much better than the last few years, I think. All these movies are very solid. So the way I rate, let me just go over that really quick. I'm not going to dive into it, but I rate every movie that I see on a five-star system. Um, I'm not going to give the stars here on this podcast because whenever I hear like critics do that, this, oh, this movie's a three-star movie, this movie's a two-star movie, whatever, it kind of reduces the movie to just the stars, you know, and, and it's a little bit too reductionist. So I'll just tell you how I do it and then maybe I'll give official ratings. That's kind of going to be the format of this podcast, movie reviews and top 10 lists. Um, today, I'm going to be talking with my wife who watched all these movies with me. She's not like a movie lover, but she likes movies. She, I think, enjoys watching these films with me. So let me just really quickly go over how I rate movies, um, how I review movies. And basically what I do is I look at uh, two main aspects of a film. Um, 
and if I keep saying film, just slap my pretentious ass because, you know, movies, whatever, film, movies, I kind of, you know, I kind of, it kind of annoys me when I hear people like, this is a great film. The film really touched me in, in a way that I really can't quite wrap my mind around. Like, you know, I hate that. But anyway, so I look at movies uh, from two main aspects, the craft of the film, the film, how well is it made, the ingredients, you know, the acting, cinematography, story, plot, set design, screenplay, costume design, direction, everything. So basically all the technical aspects of a film. Um, I look at that, I rate that kind, um, you know, take that into consideration. And the other side is pretty much, I think is the most important side. Um, and it's what most people rate movies It's mo- how most people feel about movies and how they review them is how does it make you feel the entertainment value? How did it affect you emotionally, intellectually? Does it stick with you? You know, those type of things. So that's like the two main ways I look at film and, and then I rate them on a five-star system, but I don't want, like I said, I don't want to do the stars, but what I would, will do in the review portion is, um, I will just give it an, and, uh, give each movie an official rating. So a one-star movie is an awful movie. A one and a half star movie is a bad movie. Two-star movie, mediocre. Two and a half star movie is an okay. It's an almost good movie. Three-star movie is a good movie. Um, and I tend to skew, uh, my rating system kind of skews to, uh, towards good films because, um, I, I love movies. I love most movies. So three stars where I think a good movie lies three and a half star movie is a very good movie. A four star movie is a great movie Four and a half star movie, exceptional movie and five star movie is a masterpiece. And I think I have about 25 star movies out of, uh, I've rated about a th- over a thousand movies. So it's rare for that. Um, and basically a five star movie is a four and a half star film for me, but it's something, it's just a movie that I love. That's kind of like a personal favorite type thing. They're probably, you know, on par with a four and a half star movie. And I'm rambling about this. Doesn't matter. I'm not doing that in this, this episode of the podcast, this episode of the podcast. All right. Sorry about that. Rambling a little bit. Um, yeah. So today I'm talking with my wife about the Oscars. Um, really good movies this year. Um, we had a kind of, (laughs) we did this last night after we watched Ford versus Ferrari directly after we watched Ford versus Ferrari. Now we had a little bit of scotch and a little bit of red wine and it got a little bit sloppy towards the end. I didn't realize that my mic, um, at one point was hitting, uh, a metal, uh, the cord was kind of hitting a metal piece. So we got a hum, uh, during part of it. So I think from, so about from the 20 something minute mark to about the 50 something minute mark, we have, so it's like 30 goddamn minutes. Um, the, there's a, some of the audio quality is a little bit bad. That portion of the, if you want to skip ahead, um, once you get there, if it's just too annoying, I tried to fix it. I, I, uh, cleaned it up a little bit, but you can still hear a little hum and it's, a, it's kind of annoying, really upsetting, but we had a good back and forth. We got a little tipsy. Um, we were talking that portion of that got a little messed up. We were just going over all the Oscar categories, each individual category, the acting, the cinematography, directing, all that stuff. And it was just kind of a loose, loosey goosey time. And then, um, we get into our top five Oscar movies and we we rated them and ranked them and we had diverging lists where our lists were not, um, very similar. Oh, well they were uh, kind of, you'll, you'll see. So, um, I think it was a fun episode. I kind of let me know what you, how you feel about this. I kind of want to have my wife on it on the uh, podcast, um, consistently cause it was really fun. Um, she's not as big of a movie lover as me, but it's fun. It's fun to talk. So, um, just let me know what you're thinking. Um, 
uh, send me a message at STDM pod. Um, yes, STD. It sucks that that's the acronym, but STDM pod at gmail.com. Let me know your favorite Oscar films. Um, you can also, uh, hit me up out on uh, Facebook, uh, uh, stop talking during movies podcast page. Um, like the page, please. Um, email me, message me. Let's, let's get a conversation going. I want to hear your top. Um, I'll bring it up your top movies. I'll bring them up on the next episode, which will be, um, out next week, uh, or it will be a week after the Oscars and it will be my top 10 films from 2019. Um, and a lot of the Oscar films are on that top 10, not all of them, but, um, a lot of them are, um, but I'm really excited to do this podcast. I love talking movies and let me know your top uh, favorite movies of the year as well. Not just the Oscars hit me up. Um, and since the podcast is just starting and we're trying to grow, if you write me and you, uh, give me your, your list or your favorite movie, very likely it will be talked about on the next podcast because we're just starting out and I want to get a dialogue going with you guys. So, let me know um, what improvements I can make to the show, what you want to hear, and send me your top your top ten list or your favorite film or your what your feelings on the Oscars. And um, yeah, let's get into it. So it's a little loosey goosey time here. Um, bring my wife. Maybe I should call this little sec- segment if I bring my wife on Scotch and red wine because it gets a little uh, we get a little uh, we get a little loose here. So. All right, let's bring Tisha in. Like movies. Okay. All right. Is it recording? Yeah, it's recording. Let's not make it awkward. <laughs> We're not going to do like an introduction or anything. All right, so we're going to do our top five Oscar movies, right? The original plan was to do the top three, but you wanted to do top five. Why did you want to do top five, babe? Well, because I don't know. I know. It's the same. Like my top three, I had a like a tie for number three, so it's kind of weird. All right, so just ties. to let people know that's listening right now. Maybe we... even number two ties. You what? Maybe even number two ties. Number, I'm really confused, Ties. Yeah, mine are my top five are close for the Oscar movies, but the bottom four, I think, are firmly outside of my top five. I like, can't see my bottom. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're only talking about the five, right? Yeah, but you just said your bottom four. Well, I can see mine. Well, can't I s- <laughs> talk about my bottom four? No. Well, you'll know what they are because they'll be excluded. I won't remember what I'll I put tell on my you. order. I'll tell you. Well, I don't know why you're not giving <clears throat> me mine. Well, you took a screenshot. Okay, let's not talk about that right now. Okay, so just letting you guys know that are listening to this, we just freshly watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari, um, so it's kind of like fresh in our head. So it's kind of a cheat for that movie. Like, it's like right when you get done watching the movie, you're like super excited about it. You like it a lot more. I think that's what Tisha's. She's probably like super in love with it right now. Maybe tomorrow she'll be like, "Ugh, it's not that great." Oh wait, gotta introduce yourself, babe. Say hi. I'm Tisha. No. I'm not this doing that. This is Tisha, that. my wife. You gotta introduce I'm not, yourself. I'm not doing that. You gotta be professional. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a weirdo. You're the weirdo. Don't make it. Take a sip of your wine. <laughs> then it won't be so weird. I'm the normal You just gotta You're introduce yourself. You say, hi, I'm Tisha. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm on a movie podcast. How do you feel about movies, babe? I have no idea. You like movies? You don't love movies? You watch all these Oscar movies with me? I do. 
And do you like watching all the Oscar movies? Well, sometimes it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, like watching Roma last year. That's not even what I was talking about, but whatever. <laughs> Just too many movies? Sometimes? Just like the excessiveness of it. Yeah, it is pretty excessive. Are you asking me honestly? Do you <clears throat> yeah. care? Oh, okay. Serious. Okay. <laughs> and we got it on record, Are you asking too. me for your video recording movies thing? No, it's for real. It's on record now, though. Mm. It's a little excessive, I know, but we love uh, movies. Are you, we both agree that movies are the best art form of all time? Right? I'm, I'm not really sold on that. No, okay. No. Well, I think movies are the best art form of all time. My damn good, phone is not turning. Either way, I still have a better opinion about movies than you. Okay, so we'll Clearly. see that right now. Your top five. Yeah. So we just got done watching Ford versus Ferrari. The director, um, James Mangold, he directed Logan. He directed Girl Interrupted. Oh, that's a that's really cool, good movie. huh? Yeah, that was a really good movie. Wolverine, Walk the Line. Damn, I didn't know he directed Walk the Line. The funny one? No, no, that's uh, Walk Hard. Walk the Line's Joaquin Phoenix about Johnny Cash. Have I seen that? Yeah, you've seen it. How do you know? We watched it together, I believe. Oh, okay. But we, if you don't remember that, we should rewatch that because it's really good. Is it? You don't remember Walk the Line? Let me see if I can bring it up really quick. No, we don't need to bring it up. It's fine. Yeah, but if you don't know... No, we know, can remember it another time. This is the time. No, is it really? Yes. Because it, that movie isn't related here to these movies. Is it? Tongue that would let God Just a little part know what you felt about your time here on Earth. One song that would sum you Do you remember you this up. movie? That's the kind of song that truly saves people. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. that sound sounded like a train sharp like a riser we'd play faster if we could what's that i said reese witherspoon yeah don't you remember that movie now uh no i don't you don't remember that movie mm -mm. okay we got to watch that movie then i think you will really like that movie this is what well, you watched this movie i know I you know. did maybe i probably liked it because it has a whole lot of music that i like in it so and this is kind of related to today too because joaquin phoenix played the joker Oh, okay. And he's a great goddamn actor. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good actor. movie, though. I'm going to so, agree with you on that one. Yeah, the director of uh, <clears throat> um, Ford vs. Ferrari directed Logan, Girl Interrupted, which I really liked. You really liked Girl Interrupted. Uh, 310 to Yuma, we haven't watched that one yet, but that had um, Christian Bell in it as well. Christian Bell was, uh, what's his name, in Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, I feel like you're young. Ken Miles. Miles, isn't that funny how his last name is Miles and he was a driver? Like, <laughs> that's a common that. theme in the world. Whatever your name is, you, like, do that as a work. That's pretty funny. You know? That's true. Yeah. I've seen it. I didn't even think about that. Shelby is that's the That's what guy. I was thinking about the whole time. It was super distracting for me during the movie. Well, Every what... time they would say, Miles, Miles, and I'm like, oh, how ironic. He's driving. Well, what I kept thinking about is uh, Adam Carolla directed a movie about this very whole thing that went on like two years ago what yeah i don't give a shit about adam Carolla. i know but he directed a movie about this and so the whole time i kept thinking like i was trying to remember what adam said about what happened and I, all i could remember is that ken miles would not to give any spoilers away to people listening but that he got kind of screwed over a little bit and so that's all i remember and i don't remember what happened i just remember like why ken are miles you talking got screwed. about it well, we I'm don't know be, what happened. I'm going to be very bad at not giving away information. I'll, I'll edit it. I'll edit it a little bit. Oh, sure. Then it will sound like crap. 
<laughs> no. You're gonna edit everything with me saying anything ignorant. No, no, it'll be me too. I'll She's be like just being mean. I'm taking that out. I'll be. I'll probably be saying some dumb shit too. Like like a lot of the like times. Like uh, no. The other thing I noticed when because when I used to do podcasts, <laughs> the I'm sick podcast, I would say to be honest all the time. Do you notice me saying to be honest? You don't say that to me. You say that in your TV voice. I know. Like if I'm like, Ugh. and. Uh, what, what you say other? to me is the thing is yeah the thing is the thing is with your no, but what else do finger. i say i say to be honest and it oh in my opinion i think i say that when i'm recording a podcast because i'm like self-conscious or something like in my opinion and it's like of course it's my opinion i'm giving my opinion i don't say that in real life do you ever say that like well in my opinion i think i don't know maybe if you're like monologuing yeah but don't i just usually say my opinion no, you do say, in my opinion. Really? Oh, that's and like... you do say, to be honest. Yeah, I hate that, And though. you do say, the thing is... The thing is, is not bad, but to be honest, I hate that because... I it... feel like you're yelling right now. Can you hear me? Okay, I'll quiet down a little yelling, bit. Or are you just using no, your loud yelling. voice? To be honest is basically admitting you're kind of like hiding something or something. Like you're, you're lying. usually lying, yeah, you're usually but at lying. this moment you're not. Yeah, to be honest. Hey, I'm it's full like, of shit 90% of the time, but I'm telling you right now, I'm being honest. Yeah, to be honest right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. So I hate saying you that. So like if I bullshit. say that on multiple times in this podcast, I'm going to kick myself. Okay, so I'm going to bring up the <clears throat> list of Oscar, like all the... Every category, and we'll just like go over the ones like the important ones, like writing. Oh, I guess we can do that one. I don't know why why that's at the bottom of the list, but all right. So we'll just do our little quick opinions on. So what we're gonna do? I already did this before, but we're going to do our top five Oscar movies um, that, that are nominated for Best Picture. But before that, let's just like look at the each category Nobody and just can say see what you're talking about. No, they can't see, but I'm telling so you. So we're gonna go to over the. And you're we are gonna look. You're looking at. We are gonna Nobody look. Nobody knows what you're talking. I'm gonna about. do a video. Podcast I literally and... don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm sitting we next are going to, you. to look at each individual category in the Oscars, <laughs> we. and we're gonna look at. Let's all do this together. No, me and you, and we're gonna look at each That's category. That's something that I say when I'm teaching yoga. Let's do this now, and let's do that. Let's I'll okay. say let's That's let's look at each individual category of the Oscars. So first, do let's do writing original screenplay. I don't That's even a know screenplay. What that means. I'm gonna tell you. Oh God. That's <laughs> writing is the uh, the original screenplay is a screenplay the the script of the movie. This is one that's written um, solely for Originally? the movie. Originally. Yeah, it's not, not based on a book. It's not based on a book. It's not based on an article. Man. It's not based on anything. So. Is it even recording or are we talking to ourselves? It is recording right there. I don't think it's recording. It's recording. Okay. See see your voice noise? Tisha. How that... it's really big and long and wide. That's what yeah, she take said. Another step. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> You can't say it's really big and long, right? When I'm taking a sip of scotch, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not my fault. You decided to take a sip of scotch. Ah, Jesus Christ! Look at your voice noises. No, it's good. We're both good. Okay. Yeah, you're I'm, talking. Tisha, to you don't know anything about audio. I'm gonna edit this afterwards. Jesus Christ! We've been talking for ten minutes. We haven't got into shit. Yet. I bet it's way more entertaining than whatever you talk about when right. you talk to yourself. <clears throat> Writing original screenplay. I got it. Don't go Kay. over it again. It's Knives annoying. Out, yes. Marriage Story, 1917. That's not fair. I haven't seen Knives Out. 
uh, yeah, we haven't seen and that I'm one yet. We are to going to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, and you promised me I would be able to watch it. You Maybe lied. we can watch it in the afternoon tomorrow. I'm joking, I don't care. <laughs> so once upon a time, let me reread this: mm. Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. As you can see, we can all see it. Okay, out of these five, I don't think don't ni- yell. I don't think 1917 even belongs in this category. Why? The screenplay is not great. There's nothing to the screenplay. The screenplay is dialogue, writing? It's a script, yeah. It's like everything. Yeah, so 1917 doesn't belong here. Is this like a vote, a democracy? No, no, no. You tell me what your favorite is. I'm just giving my opinion. Screenplay. Knives Out. Original screenplay. Yeah, I'd imagine Knives Out is probably the best one. Wow. But we haven't seen it yet. Marriage Story, I really love the screenplay. I thought it was very authentic and real. Like, it sounded like... We were literally just witnessing something going on. It was a beautiful screenplay, I think. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was very good as well. It's Quentin Tarantino. He's always great. And Parasite, um, I think, was a like perfect screenplay. I think it was airtight. Everything about it was like... Hmm. Everything was just on point, I think, in Parasite. Okay. The problem is it's a different language, so I might be missing a lot of stuff there. Hmm. So what do you like out of those? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Original story, I haven't seen Knives Out and Marriage Story, Parasite, Once Upon a Time. I'm not sure I am well versed enough to decide what a screenplay is. I know, so but we're just they're all even. We're casually going over this. Okay. I'll say Marriage Story I don't is mine. Have a top on Noah Bombach. I don't even know how Parasite could be perfect. That's what's really confusing to me. You just you oh, just threw sorry. a wrench in my whole decision. I'm like, whoa. No, don't listen I don't to think me. There's a Parasite is a is a table. such an I'm probably wrong. So why Parasite is so good is because every bit of dialogue matters. Everything matters in that movie. Everything goes together. It connect. We should talk more about this later on in the top five. Actually, yeah, let's. So do just that. casually, I got Marriage Story in that okay. one. Casually, what do you got? Moving on. No, oh, I saw. I said I, I had an I don't know. Do I have oh to have a no? No, no, okay. You don't have to define. That, okay. Okay, this is writing adapted screenplay. Oh, my god. That's fuck. a screenplay. They care about screenplays. They have to have two categories for them. That's one of the most important Fucking things about a movie is the writing, Tisha. Adopted. I haven't even seen the two Not adopted. They don't, they don't go to an orphanage and pick out <laughs> these things. These are adapted <laughs> screenplays. Okay. Adapted from what? From, like, books or articles or well that's not fair other... i'm just gonna pick the movie i like the most don't do that try that's, to try to think i don't know what the fuck a screenplay is really okay try to think of it you're only basing it on the on the script uh, the dialogue the the, the, the action not just the words say... it is the words it's obviously not little woman okay it's, women it's it's the words but it's also like um the actions as well like so we only have three movies no let me read them off we got The Irishman, um, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. We didn't watch The Two Popes yet. Um, I really want to watch that, though. I didn't want to watch it at first, but I watched, like, a first beginning of it on Netflix, and I think it looks really good. So Did out you of... hear somebody say something nice about it? Adam, are you talking about Adam again? No, not Adam. What? Oh. No, so... Um, out of these, I th- you said Little Women, definitely not. I think Little Women's screenplay is extremely good. Everything about the dialogue in this movie is what I love about this movie. Little Women was just so quick. Dialogue, every like, it was just completely so wait, sharp. Screenplay is dialogue. Not just dialogue, but that's the main thing. Yeah. So the screenplay is the dialogue, the script, like what's on the page. I don't that, know what's on the page. I haven't well, seen it. Yeah, I know, but you can you can kind of. 
I'll, I'll say for this category, I got Little Women. Weird. Over Joker? I, I like, well, maybe I like Joker better as a movie. We'll find out later. But I like the screenplay for Little Women mm-hmm. is probably the best. Oh, weird. You, you're not going to give an opinion on that one, right? No, I don't play screenplay. Okay, quickly, games. visual effects, Avengers Endgame, Irishman, Lion King, 1917, Star Wars, Rise of Star- what Skywalker. What the fuck? 1917 does not belong in this this category, I don't think. It doesn't Why? have... Well, it doesn't have visual, real visual effects. It has, it does have a lot of practical effects. You know, maybe I'm wrong about that. It has I think a lot you of. Might be wrong. It has a lot of uh, practical effects, but like the CGI in Avengers Endgame and Star Wars, or it, it's Is just. Is this CGI? Why are they calling it visual thing. effects if it's CGI? It's just effects that that are used to enhance enhance visuals, basically. So CGI is what I think of. But what it's... effects were used in the in the movie we just watched? Were those visual effects like the yes. sky and stuff? Yes. Why isn't that on here? Well, it just wasn't. Uh, so the movie is Ford versus Ferrari. No. Also, I think a lot of the crowd and a lot of the raceway was um, visual effects. And like the historic visual of uh, Paris, if it was even in Paris, I don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of that was not when like Matt Damon was walking out on the streets. I think that was real. But like a lot of other times, yeah, I think they're, it looked like CGI to totally me. Totally wasn't talking about Matt Damon. When did Matt Damon go to France in that movie? Oh, no, no, no. I mean uh, Christian Bell when he like walked out and he heard that guy singing or whatever. Um, out mm-hmm. of these, I'll go. I feel like that guy was yelling. Yeah, he was doing something weird. Weird. Um, I'll go out of these visual effects. I'll say Avengers Endgame I think is the best. Star Wars is very good as well. Lion King was very good. Irishman I don't think was good at all. Yeah, why does that one get to be on here? That one's well, bad. Yeah, it was that de-aging that they did, but I didn't think it was that great. That was, like, one of the distracting things about the movie was how bad the visual, like, the CGI looked. Like, yeah. it looked bad. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Avengers Endgame on that one. Okay, moving on. Sound mixing, we're going to skip that. Why? Sound editing. Why are we skipping that? Because you are not paying attention to the good good um, categories. What are we going to do to the lower ones? I want to look at that second one. What no, was no. that one you just passed? These are short films. Have we, we haven't seen? watched I them yet. I want to look at them all right short films animated i have seen some of those daughter um, i haven't seen daughter hair love I just watched oh that one you just watched crying. i'm gonna cry right now thinking about you it. just watched hair love that's crazy oh we gotta watch that kit bull though oh my god i liked kit, kit bull. Black. i'm gonna cry about that too so these are short films oh, animated so bad i've seen kit bull i really Very think good. i like shorts better than real movies <laughs> i'm just saying less time commitment all right, Kit Bull, Hair Love, um, Sister, Memorable, and Daughter. I have not seen, I've only seen two of those. Okay. So let's try to commit tomorrow to watching the rest of the short films. We won't be able to say it on this podcast, but next podcast, next episode, um, maybe we'll go over our top animated uh, shorts. Uh, production design, I like that category. We're not going to go on that one. Music, no. You don't have to do what I want. I'm just a temporary part of this nonsense okay score is a very important thing scoop back i'm trying score to is a good thing for me so we'll do music original score that in gray. um joker is there an adapted s- score <laughs> <laughs> Why are what you does that mean <laughs> there what was is... an adapted screenplay i know but what would an adapted score mean? i don't know pulling somebody else's music i guess yeah like a hip-hop <laughs> version of a score <laughs> Um, okay, music, original score. <laughs> you laughed at me like a very genuine laugh. <laughs> well, adapted You're doing it score. Again. <laughs> it's not my fault, I'm awesome. All right, music, original score. Joker, 
Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Hold on. There was a movie that had really good music. Like... What was it? That's what I'm trying to remember right now. Can't remember the movie. It's none of the ones that were nominated for Best Picture. I don't know. I can't remember now. All right. Maybe it was 1917. <clears throat> well, 1917's on Joker there. Joker had some really good mu- music. Yeah, out of these, I'd probably go Joker. You don't have a pick out of yeah, those? Yeah, I'm not... You know who always wins those? Hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. John Williams. John John Williams is like one of the great cinema composers of all time. I'm not sure that they always deserve winning those. I think the the composer for Joker should win, but I can't pronounce his name at all. Look at that name. Hildur. Is it a his? Are they all his? A female composer. I'm just kidding. Don't, Don't slap me. Um, all right, uh, hair and makeup, no. International film, we already know. The, so if I, so I kind of want to bet on the Oscars. This is the category they won't even allow a bet because Parasite is so far and away above all these other ones apparently. That oh, they it's have like, a Les Mis. Yeah, there's a Les Mis, Miserables. Pain and Glory, that's another movie that I've heard we need to watch. Honeyland and Corpus Christi. Uh, that's the best foreign language film. We're not watching that. Film editing, no. Documentary short subject, no. Documentary feature, no. Directing. Okay, so um, this is a, a category's best directing. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like they shouldn't have a best director and a best picture. It should just be one. But, well, they want to know which director gets a, an award for themselves and then which movie gets an award for the group. Yeah, th- this one I've heard. No. This one I've heard that uh, Bong Joon Ho is likely to win because wow. because uh, Parasite is such a great movie, but it's very unlikely that a a foreign film wins Best Picture in America. So they might like all the voters that that uh, don't even watch half these goddamn movies, which really annoys me. Who doesn't watch them and votes? They're, they're, that's how it works. What? It's a bunch of old... I don't even know... Like, I sh- really shouldn't pay old? attention to this. They're all old white dudes that don't watch half these goddamn movies. Why would they get to vote? I don't know. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, the reason why I like watching all the Oscar movies, though, is because we watch a lot of movies we probably wouldn't have watched otherwise. Mm-hmm. And they're usually pretty good. Hold on. How do you know how they vote like where are you getting this information you questioning my film knowledge woman because i'm wondering if i should be taking what you're saying as like there's a lot of different places that i've heard that a lot of oscar voters don't watch all the movies they watch bits and pieces of it i mean not all of them there there are people out there that are seriously taking these movies seriously and when i'm saying we should watch all these oscar movies I'm also also looking at like critics that are watching all these movies and like top ten lists and all that stuff, and a lot of these movies fall into that. So they're all pretty. They're like all like this year's Oscars. I was going to ask you about this in a minute. I think this year's Oscars are very representative of the best movies of the year. I think this is like the best Oscars in the last like I don't even know how many years, but so all the movies are extremely good. I think. In okay. The Oscars. So how do we know? That there's all a bunch of white dudes voting for them. Oh, they there's data on that. It's a it's mostly white. I think it's like eighty something percent white. Why and isn't it representative of the population? I don't know. Like you know, that's how 
you can tell if something is discrimination. Well, but um, the problem is not necessarily the whiteness because the majority of America is white. Not that much. Not that much. Yeah. The problem is the reality versus. Yeah. The problem is the male. It's like male dominated. But you know, we shouldn't go into this. Dominated by men. (laughs) Okay. So my wife's a feminist. And so am I. But we shouldn't go. Label people. We shouldn't go into this territory. Let's just go back to this. Directing. The Irishman, hmm. Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time you know in what? Hollywood. I just need to say something about that. I'll say two things. One, it's very hard to not talk over you because you don't stop talking. Two, I am not a feminist. I am a woman. And I am recognizing my place in this world. And I am recognizing my lack of representation. Yeah, I know. And that doesn't make me a feminist. That just makes me aware. I agree. All right? Feminist is a label. But we should. I'm just a woman. We should talk about the movies. And I actually, agree. I don't mind being a feminist, but I'm just saying. I'm a feminist just as point well. Feminism out, like, oh, she's a feminist. <clears throat> she's talking about being a woman again. No, I'm a feminist as well. I agree that there should be, or it would be better. I would think we'd get better nominees if if it was more inclusive. But I think a lot of this is not. I don't know. Let's not go into that. We don't need to debate. I was just that right making now. a point. Okay. I wasn't debating. All right, directing. You were debating. You know what the director does, right? The director's kind of in charge of everything, directs the acting, directs the everything about it pretty much. You totally asked me a question to not let me answer. All right, <laughs> All right so directing. The Are Irish- you the bottom line? Okay, Martin Scorsese, <laughs> the Irishman, Todd Phillips for The Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I'm just going to go with Bong Joon-ho because I like his name. <laughs> no, but what movie was best directed? I'll, I'll tell you this. Know. All right, I'll tell you this. I think this one is very clear. What is the best directed movie? I think it's super clear. Sam Mendes, 1917. The way that movie is shot, the, the everything that went into that movie, the technical aspects, that is by far, for me, the best directed movie, technically speaking. So... Would that movie be best directed, but not necessarily the best movie? Not necessarily, but maybe it is my best movie. I'm not asking you if it's your best movie. I'm asking you a question for you to think about what I'm saying. Yeah, so kind of what it is is like... I didn't finish my question because you don't stop talking. Let's say this. It's like, like, let's say there's there's two songs, okay? And one song is sung by a much more technical singer. The singer is like technically better than the other person that's singing. But the second song is just a better song. Maybe it just, it appeals to you, the lyrics are better, it sounds better, whatever, but it's not technically produced better. Maybe it maybe it doesn't sound as good, or maybe it's like peaking at certain points, or maybe it it um it's just not mixed as well or whatever. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. So I think that it would have been better to start with what's your favorite movie and then go through this other part because it's difficult to avoid talking about the features of the movie. No, it's good. Okay, we're going to go into that. I got 1917 costume design. We're going to go, well, you might like costume design. I want to talk about costume design. That's a decent category. Costume design is The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, that's a good one. And by the way, I like all these categories. I get super amped for the Oscars, which is ridiculous, but I do. I'm going to go with Hollywood. Um, 
I look I... at costume design as a reflection of the time. And I think Little Women was decent, but I also think it was too fantastical. It was only on the fanciful part of that time. You didn't see a lot of, like, maybe realistic part of that time. Yeah. Everybody I'm... looked clean and pristine. Whereas yeah. Hollywood, it just looked raw. And it looked like you were really there in that time. Yeah, I'll agree. Once upon a time in Hollywood, we agree on that. I think that's the best costume design as well. All you right, agree um, because I had a compelling argument. No, it is. I, I I'm torn between Little Women and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think those are the two uh, top for me. But uh, I'll, I'll say Once Upon a Time. It's usually going to be a time piece. I've noticed. Yeah. Now this one, I love this category. This is my. We've seen all the movies on this one. Cinematography. This what is, is one this? of my. Oh. This is how the camera moves. This is the, this is the Movement shots. Movement of camera. I always the thought angles, this was. Everything. I always thought this was like, um, like when you're in the mountains and you see a beautiful view, and then you go, ah, oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Like that cinematography, right? Well, it's like what a photographer does. I don't think any of these categories, Wait, or any on. of these movies, are really good at that. Oh like, no, you're that. crazy. So. So what it is is what it is is like what photographers do creating a great picture a beautiful scene it, it's basically what was that leo movie what that was really good visually leonardo dicaprio yeah duh what other leo is there um i don't know there's been a couple but that's what this is this is starts with an r Leo. The Revenant? Yes. Yeah, The Revenant. Is that beautiful. it? Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. Is that the yep. one? That's a beautiful sure? cinematography, yeah. Okay. So cinematography. None of these are comparable to You're that. crazy. Cinematography. The Irishman. How is that? Joker. The Lighthouse. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Maybe The Lighthouse. <coughs> I still feel like that wasn't like great. It was just like, oh, that's interesting to look at. Yeah, so I want to talk about The Lighthouse a little bit because The Lighthouse... Um, is not nominated for really anything else. I think this is the, its only nomination, period. It's a disturbing movie, that's why. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's it's um, God, what what is the director's name? Oh my God, I'm I'm uh, sorry, I had to pause <laughs> the podcast because I forgot that God. Okay, truth be told, I've had a few glasses of scotch. Um, Robert Eggers, director of The Lighthouse. It is not nominated, I don't think, for any other Oscar except for um, cinematography. Can you do and I think it's worthy of that. It's a, The cinematography in Lighthouse is very, very, very good. Um, Joker is very, very good, I think. Um, Once Upon a Ta- Time in Hollywood, it's Quentin Tarantino. It's always good. But I think 1917 to me is like beyond all these other ones. What they're able to do, like shoot it basically in in one shot, like that that's the the gimmick of it. It isn't actually shot in one shot, but it looks as that way, and then they edit it a certain way, you know. But there's so many great scenes in 1917 that I think, to me, it's like by by far and away like the best cinematography. You said Lighthouse, you think? I said maybe. I also I said 1917 first. Joker too. I think Joker's a fair. Joker's. I, mean, a... I just I can't. I'm not sold on the Irishman. Yeah, no, I don't understand why it's in the cinematography category. I mean, is the guy who's in charge of this movie, is he like buddies with the white guys that make the rules or the votes? That very well could be. That's like a big controversy, actually. Is that why that actually. movie is on here so no, much? When it's no. really just long. No, Martin's, no, Irishman is a very good movie. Yeah, just a really long, boring movie for no reason. Do you know, well, I don't know if we should get into that. Do you know the controversy of... Uh, I don't know anything because okay. I don't play the Facebook game. No, 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 we'll, we'll not do that then. 
All right. Um, okay. Actress in a supporting Ooh, role. That's actress. not important, though. Like, it's women. Whatever. You ask how. No. <laughs> actress in a supporting role. The The problem with this category is that we haven't seen two of the movies. What are the two movies? So, Kathy Bates of from course Richard, would be Richard like, Jewell. Let's not watch the movies of the actresses. Okay. Kathy Bates from Richard Jewell. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about right now. Supporting actress. What is Richard Jewell? We may watch it. It's a movie? Yeah. It's a movie about women? No. It's about... <laughs> it's actually the exact opposite of a movie about women. Why? It's about a fat white guy. And it's Ugh. and it's uh, Clint Eastwood basically trying to uh, get justice for the fat white man. Ew. That's what it's about. So, the Kathy incel? Bates. Yeah, the Kinda incel. Kind of like Joker, huh? Yeah. Uh, Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson from Jojo Rabbit. Oh. Florence Pugh from Little Women. Margot Robbie from Bombshell. We haven't seen Bombshell. Bombshell. Is that a funny movie? Is that one that I wanted to watch and you said no? No, we Is that will, one of those? We will watch Is that, that one. one of those that I've wanted to watch and we've talked about and I wanted to watch? Is it's, that what that is? It's the movie about uh, basically loosely based on Megyn Kelly from Fox News. Oh, I've wanted to watch that. Yeah, you we will watch that. You didn't say no to it, though. You just lowly prioritized it. Yeah, okay. we will watch that. I well, want to watch thus that. far, Miss um, Scarlet wins this category who did i choose in this category um probably probably um who, who is florence Pugh? Florence is Pugh, that amy? amy yes oh yeah you've chosen amy. florence Pugh from little women is my favorite in this category i know laura dern's gonna win scarlett johansson was very good in jojo rabbit um but yeah i got florence Pugh all day all right um actor in a supporting you role. have a crush on florence Pugh. Actor in a supporting Pew, role. You, Miss Pugh. <laughs> Actor in a supporting role. Tom Hanks from A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. <gasps> Why haven't I seen that movie? <laughs> I know, we haven't seen it yet. What the fuck, Jesse? Anthony Hopkins. I told you I wanted to watch that movie. I we love will. Mr. Rogers. We will watch the goddamn movie. You Mr. are Rogers. mean. You are a movie Nazi. All right. And we are only allowed to watch the movies you want, and that's not fair because I want to see that one too. All right. We are 20. Oh my God, we're 35 minutes almost in. Babe, let's get oh, this, don't let's get this done. Complain. Okay. Tom Hanks, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. You're the one talking so much. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. And Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And two people from The Irishman are nominated? It's a great film. I'm telling you, some weird shit's going on. It's a great film. Is this actors? Obviously, it's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, I'm with you. He, uh, we, haven't, we haven't seen Anthony Hopkins or Tom Hanks, so we have to be fair to them. Yeah. But I got Brad Pitt all but day. But the... Yeah, Brad Pitt. Al Pacino loved Al Pacino and Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Okay, Jesse, if you don't want it to take so long, don't keep talking about every little person in every category. Actress in a leading role. This is the important category. Let's focus. Oh, no. This is going to get bad, everybody. That's listening right now because she's going to be very mad that we haven't watched this movie. Oh, you're an asshole. Cynthia (gasps) Arrival. Are you serious? About Harriet Jesse, Tubman. Jesse, that's not a joke. I yep. didn't know that movie was right now. We haven't seen that movie yet. Oh my God, you're making me <laughs> so mad. Scarlett Johansson from Marriage Story. Sersha Ronan from Little Women. Sersha. 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 Charlize Theron from Bombshell and Renee Zellweger from Judy. It's Problem here, we've only Saoirse? seen two of the three mo- five movies. Wrong. We've only seen two of the five what movies What the here. fuck is Judy? It's a movie is this about... main actress? Yeah. Tell me this. Hmm. Why is main actress and supporting actress second 
to actor. Tell it's me not. This. I just went in this order because I'm scrolling up. Why, gu- why are you scrolling up? I guarantee you, right, right now, let's make this prediction. Everybody listening right now, my wife will see the Oscars with me. I guarantee you actress will be later than actor on the Oscars. I don't believe you. All right, we'll see. It's not in the order on the screen that We will way. see. All right, out of these five, you we've seen Marriage Story. We can't Sto- even make a decision. Okay. We've only seen one of those fucking movies. No, we've seen two, Marriage Story and Little Women. Who do you got Saoirse. out of Scarlet and Saoirse? Scarlet. Scarlet. All I'm day. sorry, Scarlet's just. Scarlet was so goddamn good in Marriage Story. We will get to. And the only reason Story you didn't soon. pick Scarlet in the other one is because you have a crush on that little chubby face bitch. <laughs> How dare you? It's not my fault you like the chubby face. All right. She's talking about Florence Pugh, and it's disrespectful. All right. Actor. I'm, a, I'm quite disturbed. Actor in a leading role. We haven't seen Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Oh, he's an amazing we actor. We are going to watch that movie soon. Oh, Mr. DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh God, this is such a hard category. Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Joker and Joaquin, or Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. We have not seen Jonathan Price in The Two Popes, and we have not seen Pain and Glory. Jesse, just say the name of the um, movie. Well, we gotta do the actor. Come on. And well, the you actors. didn't name the actor when you named Antonio Banderas for the second time. You just said Pain and Glory. No, Antonio Banderas and Pain and Glory. Okay. All right. Out of this category, I'll go first. Leonardo DiCaprio was amazing. Adam Driver was amazing. Joaquin Phoenix, easy, far and away, my favorite actor in this category for Joker. What do you got? <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, we will be talking about. Will Joker. you stop being so weird? All right. Now we are down to best picture. We oh are going to do God. our top five. Three. We're going to have to cut it to three, Mr. No, no, we're pants. good. Who cares? Man, you pe- don't stop talking. People are, hopefully people listen to this. And maybe if they listen to this and they like our dynamic, maybe me and you will just do this <laughs> podcast. We'll get drunk on scotch and wine. We'll do this podcast. That's what you should call it. Scotch and red wine. <laughs> I should call it that. Damn, that would be a good name. Scotch and red wine movie time. That would be a good name. Yeah, right now it's stop talking during movies because we watch Ford versus Ferrari and every time something happens teacher's like oh that guy's an asshole it's like yeah I know he's an asshole we're watching a goddamn movie don't talk during the film it's not my fault he's an asshole if I don't say it he's gonna get away with it no we talk about the film afterwards no I need to make sure and I'm sure we'll talk about that film now I think I think you were sitting there like that guy's not that bad of an asshole. And so I had to make sure that we all were aware. Now you guys know why my podcast is named Stop Talking During Movies. Because this woman does not stop talking during goddamn films. That's not films. true. I don't talk during most movies. Yeah, she does You know does what a good makes a, good, a movie you good? You do a good job. B- being able to talk during no. it. You're like, okay. hey, I can be engaged. This is, is it's like an engaging activity. See what I have to live with? All right, <laughs> your top five. You start with your number five. Fuck, I gotta look at the list. Yep, your number five film. Jesse, I've already told you. Number five. I'm still unsure. All right. It's a tie between... No, no ties. You gotta do your number five. That's not fair. I have a tie. Keisha, we did top five instead of top three because we wanted to not have ties. Top five. No, I feel like we did five because we had ties. You can mention your six. That's fine, but you gotta tell me a five. No, my tie is with four. Four and five Oh, that's tied. fine. That's fine. You're such an ass. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. You're not allowed to do that. All right. Go ahead. You're, you have Four a tie. and five are tied because I don't know. All right. Do five first. There are things do one of them like first. About, do why? one of them Can't first. Can I do them both? Do the one that has <gasps> I'm less. I'm still not sure. 
Do the one that has less women in it for number five. That's not fair. Do it. I'm not going to do that. Because I, I haven't thought about how many women were in each. Although, I've told you about my 20%, right? Okay, anyway, marriage story. Marriage story. All right, marriage story. I'm in my 20s, and I didn't want to lose that too, and I kind of did. And you wanted so much, so fast. I didn't even want to get married. Fuck it. There's so much I didn't do. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. You're welcome. I can't believe I have to know you forever. Oh, you're fucking insane. <laughs> and you're fucking winning. Are you kidding me? I wanted to be married. I'd already lost. You didn't love me as much as I loved you. What does that have to do with L.A.? I hate to... So I don't really want to play this whole scene because I think this scene is one of the best scenes in the movie. Or the best scene in the movie. And I think it might be one of the best scenes of the whole goddamn year. I love this scene. And I love how she says, you didn't love me as much as I loved you. And he's like, what does that have to do with anything? He didn't like say, no, that's not true or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he didn't deny it. Mm -hmm. He knew it was true. It's like... It's so good. This is like the most authentic scene for me like that I've seen in like like in movies like it's one of my favorite scenes I love this scene in this movie it's a great scene we'll watch a little bit more of it but it kind of sucks to like give this away because this is something you should watch the whole movie for and then like experience it so no, I won't I won't play, play the whole anymore. thing just don't play anymore we'll play a little bit more oh my a little gosh. bit more fine it's because you've been drinking. what you're so Merged with your own selfishness, you don't even identify it as selfishness anymore. You're such a dick. Every day I wake up and I hope you're dead. Dead like if I can guarantee. All right, I can't. I love that. I love that she called him a dick and then he turned his dick mode up like by ten thousand. He I know. was like, "You're gonna call me a dick? Uh, I'll show you what a dick is." It's so goddamn authentic. I love that scene. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, just to let you know, we had like some technical difficulties. Um, we were just they went just over. just like technical difficulties? They were technical were difficulties. Technical we went over all the Oscar fields, every, not every, we went over a lot of the Oscar categories and we gave our opinions on them, but there was like a buzz in the background. I'm going to try to edit that out. So you may hear it, you may not, but it kind of sounded crappy. So we'll see. So right now, I think we're back. Sounds good now. Um, so Tisha's number five is Marriage Story. My number five is Little Women. Number five for me, Little Women. Hmm. I don't even know where Little Women was on my list because you stole my list from me. Okay. Because you're mean. Are you recording? Okay. Ashamed of that. It's nothing to be ashamed of. As long as you love them. It's not them. fair. Well, I believe we have some power over who we love. It isn't something that just happens to a person. I think the I poets might disagree. Well, Here, I'm going to start this part over. You trade me headphones because you can't hear, I don't think. I can hear. Is it loud? I only have one ear hole that works. Here, no, I don't me. need your headphones. I just don't want to watch this again. You got to watch it. <sighs> Why should I be ashamed of that? It's nothing to be ashamed of. As long as you love him. Well, I believe we have some power over who we love. It isn't something that just happens to a person. I think the poets might disagree. Well, I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And as a woman, there's no way for me to make my own money. Not enough to earn a living or to support my family. 
And if I had my own money, which I don't, that money would belong to my husband the moment we got married. And if we had children, they would be his, not mine. They would be his property. So don't sit there and tell me that marriage isn't an economic proposition because it is. It may not be for you, but it most certainly is for me. Good night. Great scene. I think Florence Pugh is amazing in that movie. I think the whole movie as a, like as a whole just pops. Dialogue is crazy back and forth. There's always some dialogue going on. The story constantly moves forward. It's a very fun movie. Probably one of the funnest movies, I think, of all the Oscar nominated movies. I don't. I disagree with that drastically. You didn't like Little Women as much? No, huh? I just don't think it was that fun. God, I love that movie. And I, and I want to clarify here. That scene was a great scene. Yeah. That was literally the only thing good no. about that movie. Remember when uh, mm. Saoirse Ronan's character was talking to the Okay, the there are a few good scenes. <gasps> But yeah. that scene was a great scene, and that scene was what made me interested in this movie, and the movie was nothing like that scene. That's not what... It made it feel like that was going to be the core of a movie. the movie. It was going to be something completely different than it was, and it ended up being just like a joke. It wasn't that at all. It wasn't raw. It wasn't in-depth. It wasn't more serious. It, it was just fluff. It was a little fluffy. I think, I mean, it was rated PG, so it was kind of like, they didn't get into like really deep stuff or whatever, but it was like, there was just always really strong dialogue going on. There was really, the story constantly propelled, propelled itself. All the actresses were incredibly good in that movie. Um, and there were a lot of great scenes like that, I think. Like mm -hmm. when uh, Saoirse Ronan's character was on that mountain hill talking to that little boy, I forget what his name is, but... Remember when they were like on that hill and there was like autumn leaves everywhere and a little boy. Yeah, he he looked like a little boy. Not like the boyfriend. Year, yeah, the boy. Uh, Amy's the guy that or the guy that Amy, maybe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, spoiling. You're right. That is spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, I understand. It isn't the guy that Amy. Yeah. It is the guy that Saoirse. Saoirse, yeah, like when they're on that that um that hill. I mean, there's so many good scenes in this movie. I think like keep saying like there's a lot of scenes on the beach that were really good there were scenes with the mom that were really good okay. there were scenes like we'll agree to disagree and okay move on. number four what do you got oh um so i have once upon a time and, and once upon a time and um marriage story i think are neck and neck so i'm not quite sure which one goes where but yeah once upon a time in hollywood directed by quentin tarantino Starring Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. It's a great movie. It is. <laughs> you do know kidnapping is a hanging <laughs> So's blowing the heads off little girls. <laughs> they can only hang me once, right? So, you come down here for a, for a Boston social, or we gonna talk price? How much? I'd say... Fifty thousand dollars would buy me a whole lot of chicken mole in Mexico. It's a lot of money. Well, she's a lot of little girl. Or don't you agree? I agree. So what's next? Well, I'll send one of my boys out to your ranch to fill you in on all the details. But uh that. And one detail I'm gonna fill you in on right now is this. I don't want no Beaner Bronco Buster handed me that $50,000. I want the old man himself, Murdoch Lancer. 
puts $50,000 in my lap, or I'll eat this little picture down a well. You got that? <laughs> Why aren't you listening to the, the clip? This is not the great scene. This is a of this great movie. goddamn scene this in the movie. This is not the scene. What do you Every mean? Every movie has like its scene that you're like, okay, that's the scene. This is not it. I love this scene in the movie. That's crazy. I felt like that was an acting scene. And like you could, it was like, it felt like he was acting. And he was intentionally trying to appear to be acting. And so that wasn't great for me. And it was very difficult to watch again because it was out of context. And I was like, this is not a good scene. Really? Um, yeah. My favorite scene of that movie would be um, backwards. Far backwards. Not far. Smidge backwards. When he's in the trailer by himself. That is literally oh, when Leo's one like, of the best scenes in a movie ever. Oh, when Leo's like freaking out in the the trailer after he messes up a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a good scene. Um, okay, maybe we'll watch a little bit of that scene. Oh, we don't need to. No need to watch that. All right. You don't need to play it. All right. Well, I think that scene was good. There was, I think, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had a lot of great scenes. It's very good dialogue. A lot of good scenes in that movie, <clears> but um. Yeah, I'm surprised you like it that much. Number three? I just think it's one of those movies that anybody can like. I enjoyed watching it. I liked it. Oh, wait, that was number four, right? Yeah, three. whatever. Yeah. Three, four. Yeah, I, Five, I really four. liked it, too. I just thought, I don't know. I didn't know you liked it that much. That's weird. I'm telling you, three, four, and five are pretty jumbled. But at the same time, two, three, four, and five are all jumbled. I'm just kind of a jumbled mess. All right, well, my number four... I uh, can't really play a clip from it because it doesn't lend itself to clips because it's a foreign language film, but Parasite is my number four. But I want to play this like quick clip really quick because the music was really strong in Parasite, I think. I think like a, that was one of the great things about it. I think it was like an airtight script. Everything was perfectly written. The acting was pretty – like the acting was good. I don't know if I could – I don't have the cultural – like I don't know Korean culture, so I don't know what the acting was like. I don't know – a lot of the subtext of the story, but from what I got from the movie, the the script just seemed so perfectly just tight. It was a tight script, and the music was beautiful. I think the cinematography was also very beautiful. So I'll just play like a little bit of the music here. Yeah, so like the music is really good, the cinematography, like we're seeing the the shots on the screen, everything looks beautiful in the movie. I think everything's put together just perfectly. I think 1917 and Parasite were technically the best movies, like in terms of like how technical they were uh, technically they were produced. I think cinematography is beautiful, the the writing is beautiful. Um and the music is extremely beautiful. All right, your number 3. Oh my gosh. So what was your number five? Five Little Women for so Parasite. Parasite. Um, Jesse, I told you I'm not very good at this. I have Ford versus Ferrari. Number three? Mm-hmm. Ford versus Ferrari. We just got done watching this, and <laughs> Tisha will probably say, this is not the best scene in the movie. But the problem with Ford versus Ferrari is that a lot of the great scenes in the movie are race scenes. Driving. So there, yeah, there's a lot of noise going on, but... 
this is a scene that happened in the movie that I think was very beautiful. It was at, uh, there was a sunset and, um, uh, Miles was talking to his son, um, at the, I think it was at the airport and it was like a beautiful sunset. And I think this was a very, very good movie. Very worthy of being up for best picture. You can't just push the car hard the whole way, right? That's right. You have to be kind to the car. You feel the poor thing groaning underneath you. If you're going to push a piece of machinery to the limit and expect it to hold together, you have to have some sense of where that limit is. Look out there. Out there is the perfect lap. No mistakes. Every gear change, every corner. Perfect. You see it? I think so. Yeah, so I think it's a very good movie as well. I agree with you. I think it's a a uh, beautiful movie. What did you like so much about this movie? I just thought maybe it's going to make me cry just watching that stupid scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my, uh Christian Bell Oh my god. was so good in this in this role. I think he was just like very sympathetic and that's the thing about Christian Bell. I think he's just one of the great actors in our in our in in movies. Well, he, my favorite thing about that movie, if you want me to talk about it instead of talking yourself, yeah, go ahead. Mr. Talks a lot, right. um, is that it was kind of a representation of just I think America and American life and like what what's the essence of America is is that you know that ingenuity you know those smart people who are from the base floor down build themselves up and they just they they have this like aspect to them that they're just like they're american like they're hardworking. they persevere they push through everything and i think that's like what we are as a country at our core but like ford is the image of america it's one of those things it's like this is america but that's the america that is like the shit of america that is the corporate america that is that's really what's running all of our lives and then all the stuff that's really great and makes us great and pulls us up and creates the opportunity for that for that ford corporation to even exist starts at the core of that you know just that smart determined passionate soul at the bottom that just worked their ass off and then just got fucked in the end hey spoiler um not really i'm talking about america yeah i'm just saying like america like that that's what hit me when i watched this and i was like the great people are the ones that don't comply, the ones that don't say yes, sir, yes, ma'am, the ones that don't sit down and push buttons and follow instructions. But they're the ones that are getting beat up all the time. They're the ones that are getting attacked. They're the ones that are getting targeted, and they're the ones that are suffering. But yet they're the ones that are making America great. Again. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> um, and so, no. but, but yet the ones at the top are riding on their backs and taking the claim on it. And um, that's just what I just, this movie was like, I did not expect it. I did not expect it, but it just really spoke to me. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is the last movie we watched of all the Oscar movies. And I agree, like all that, 
all that stuff I think is I think it like exemplifies the best of America and the worst of America like Precisely. in the same thing yeah in the same movie. and it was just very attractive movie it yeah. looked great Beautiful the movie. acting was on point yep. you didn't ever have to just be distracted by like that's what what's amazing about these actors is that they are great actors they are all over the TV they're in many movies but when you watch them you're not like Oh, Batman's up there. Yeah. You know, you're not thinking about that because they're so good at their job that they are, you're literally just thinking about this guy is that character. Yeah, Matt fucking Damon. And that Damon, pulls you in. Christian Bell. And that's it. Yeah. And so that's how you know, like, they are good actors. Oh, yeah. Because some people are very distracting. Like, even in Marriage Story, as great as uh, Kylo Ren was, he yeah. was still Kylo Ren. And I was like, oh, hey, that's Kylo Ren. I kind of see what you're saying, but I, I thought he was... Well, that that's a good uh, jump off point. My number three is Marriage Story. Marriage Story. <laughs> I think uh, I think he was so good, um, and she Scarlett Johansson was so good. I think that that was like a master class in acting. I think Marriage Story, um, Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson. I think I don't know. I wasn't distracted. I didn't really think of him as Kylo Ren. I he think was maybe very at the beginning for me. Yeah, maybe at the beginning, but that like I said when I was talking earlier when uh, for your number five. Marriage Story, that scene to me is one of the best scenes I've seen in all of movies. So that, it's hard for me. That scene you obviously had an attachment to. Yeah. Um, but I think that Scarlett oh, carried yes. that movie. Yeah, she would. And I, agree, I love, I, I love, um, I don't know his other name, but I Adam know Driver. that he's Kylo. Adam Driver. <laughs> I love yeah. Kylo. And I love how clean it was. Like, he didn't have a bunch of makeup on, so you could see all of his moles and his freckles. <laughs> and I was like, I love this. I love that about movies when they don't overdo them. And Scarlet wasn't over made up. She just looked like a human. And yeah. I love it when they make people look like humans. Um, but it was still not... You know, she was great in that, and that's it. Like, she, not that's it, but like, she was great in that. No, she made I think the movie. there were so many scenes with her, too. Like, I played that scene, but there were like scenes where when she first kind of revealed her sadness, in um, there was a couple of scenes where she would just walk out of the room. I remember when he was like trying to give her notes for um, her acting. Remember when she's like in her, in his uh, play? Yeah. And she's gonna leave. They're getting divorced. They're getting divorced like she's yeah. get, she's gonna leave, and he's like, "Well, I want to give you notes." And then she's like, "Okay, I'll give you the notes." And then he gave her the notes. And then as she's walking out, you know, she's like tolerating it. She's like, "Okay." And then she, as she walks out, she realizes like that was our dynamic, and that's not gonna happen anymore. And she walks out into the hallway and just like cries and yep. like, "Oh, it was mm -hmm. so good." That was great. Yeah, like to me, it's like hard. Like I, and I you think, feel it. It was yeah. real. It was just like. Yeah, she's amazing. This was what was hard for me. I think Marriage Story is like, this might be a movie that later on, like I'll look back and say, no, that was the best movie of this year. But I had two above it, but it's just such a great movie. And that's why I love this year in, of the, this year in movies, I think was one of the best years in movies for a long time. Every movie that was nominated for the Oscars and all these movies that we watched during the year, I think were just really good. It was a very good year in movies, I think. Hmm. All right, you're number two. Oh, no, you're number three. Where are you at? This was my number three, I feel. Yeah. Um, and I know you don't agree with me on this one, but my number two is Jojo. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Mm -hmm. All right, let's... Things are changing. The Allies have taken Italy, France will be next, and soon the war will be over. God damn it! Why does that make you happy? You hate your country that much? I love my country. It's a war I hate. It's pointless and stupid. And the sooner we have peace, the better. 
Oh, the war will end. We will crush our enemies into dust. And when they are destroyed, we shall use the graves as toilets. Okay, no more politics. Dinner is neutral ground. This table is Switzerland. Let's eat. <clears throat> you aren't eating. <laughs> no, I am not that hungry. I might eat later. For now, I'm just going to chew on these grapes. <laughs> Wine. Well, I'm especially hungry tonight. So maybe I'll just finish yours. Don't want it to go to waste. Hitler in the background. Yeah, I might be, I might reevaluate this movie later on. <laughs> it's a very good movie. It, I, I still think so, like, yeah. I rate this movie very good as a very good movie. I think this movie is very good. It was the lowest good. rated movie on your list. I will be honest. It is the lowest. So out of all the Oscar movies, this is the only one that I don't, don't think is deserving of an Oscar movie. But guess what? Hmm. I'm the one that pictured as number two. Yeah. So Mr. Monologue. I get to talk about yeah. it, not you. No, but I want to say before you talk about it, <laughs> I really do think this is a good, this is a okay. very good movie. Okay, Mr. Very good, good movie, movie, I will say. It's not uh -huh. a not a great movie, it's a very good movie. Let me tell you what's great about this movie, yeah. is that it is, it is, I think it is just beautiful, and it is brilliant, and it is entertaining, and it is funny, and it is heartbreaking. It's just, it's just great. I mean, there's not, there's nothing else to be said about it. It's not just a good movie. The whole time I was laughing, or I was crying, or I was intrigued. And it's difficult, in some cases, to be interested in movies like um, Little Women. That's not always interesting, <laughs> but this one was always interesting. Yeah, I... it was always good, and and there were just so many scenes that like tied into each other. You were just like, what was that? And then Hitler smoking and Hitler and the rabbit. And we were just like, what was this? This was, it was just, it was great. That There's was too the much, other. Too much about it. Yeah, that was a scene I was going to play. It was a scene with Hitler when he first uh, talks about Joe, the rabbit. It, and this is at the very beginning of the movie. So it's not like a spoiler or anything, but they call him Jojo Rabbit because he refuses. Well, maybe that is a, a kind of a bit of a spoiler, but he's talking to his imaginary friend Hitler about rabbits and Hitler kind of tells him be Jojo rabbit be be the rabbit and um to embrace the rabbit in him because yeah. a rabbit isn't a terrible thing to be because yeah. he was being mocked yeah and I think and the, the whole Hitler thing I think this is a very iconic movie and it, I very well may change my opinion on it I do think it's a very good movie um I didn't laugh as much as like I thought I would it wasn't I wasn't all like I didn't think it was super funny it wasn't always engaging. And I, the, so the mm. problem I had with it is like the silliness took away from the drama to me. So yeah. like when it got a little bit silly, it was like all like, the, all the things. Yeah. Sorry. Saying like too much, all the drama that had happened before, it was kind of undermined a little bit by the, the comedy. Whereas a movie like life is beautiful, which is similar to this movie. It's um, not similar to this movie. It's a completely well, different type of it's movie. Making, it's making... It's just on the same subject. And so you're comparing it by subject and not by style. 
Yeah. And that's not fair because if if you want to compare this to a style, you could say similar to a Quentin Tarantino movie, but without the violence. Although there is a no. little bit of brute, but not really. Yeah, no. You know? I, I'm not trying to compare it because I hate when people do that too. I like compare it to a great movie and then they say, oh, it didn't live up to that, so it's not as good. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that... They're making a satirical movie, a comedy about the Holocaust. Not really the Holocaust. I don't know if a co- it's a, a comedy. Either I think it's a it's perspective a movie. I think it's a perspective of a young German boy who had been, you know, almost indoctrinated into the Nazi philosophy, and it was his perspective and his almost like coming to terms with the reality of it. Like he had been schooled into this thought and and they, these thoughts and these ideologies and it was satire only because it was through it wasn't satire it was comical only because it was through a child's eyes not because it was necessarily a comedy well it wasn't all through his eyes though like it, there were other things that happened outside of his perspective that were comedy it was a it was making fun of nazism it was making fun of all their indoctrination their propaganda things like that and it wasn't all necessarily remember that's what i said to you about this movie if this movie was told strictly through his eyes yes i misspoke spoke i used the word incorrectly yeah. i'm not saying through his eyes specifically i misspoke so let's not just get on a tangent with that no i'm just i'm saying i mean it's perspective not yeah. necessarily directly through his eyes but it's like it's a child's story of the scenario it's an imaginary yeah. friend it's a child's life. He's the he's the main character. You're following him through it all. You're seeing what he sees for the most part. Um, it's it's totally from his his perspective in a in a way. It's yeah, not I think Hitler, like, his his imaginary friend Hitler was a hundred percent from his perspective, and it was what he imagined Hitler to be, what he imagined being a strong man would be, and all that on all those things. Um, and and I don't want to get it twisted. Like I really thought it was a very very good movie. You're not getting it twisted. I just I wasn't laughing as much as I should have been laughing. There were a lot of parts that were supposed to be funny. I didn't find them too funny, and a lot of parts that were supposed to be emotional, but they weren't because of the comedy. But hmm. I I hundred percent agree with you. I might change my mind. Like watching this scene, and then I just think it's an iconic movie. The the little JoJo kid. He's somebody that I'll remember for a long time. The mom, Scarlett Johansson, that's somebody I'm going to remember for a long time. It's some and the and his friend too, like that little dweeby kid with the glasses. He was really awesome too. And there were a lot of funny lines in this movie. And then the imaginary Hitler was great. There was just some things around it that took it down a little bit for me. But even if it took it down a little bit for me, I still think it's a very very good movie. So I'm not. Here's what took it down for me. Um, the blue eyes on Hitler were extremely distracting. They were not oh, I didn't even notice that. They drove me a little nuts, but I know that I'm just a little too particular about that stuff, so that's, I was able to dismiss it. They were like the blue eyes and on Irishman. Irishman. Yeah, yeah, I was very distracted. But the Irishmen were worse, I would say, but these blue eyes were distracting. I was like, why even do that? Did Hitler even have blue eyes? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't care. Why make fake blue eyes? Yeah. I didn't Come on, even if you're gonna that. do it, do it with contacts because those look realistic. Yeah, I didn't not even with notice the that. Video stuff that's annoying. Wait, what number are you on right now? Is JoJo your number two or my three? Number two. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I thought we were off. All right, my number two is I think we'll have some overlap here. It's not your number two. I'm imagining it's your number one. 
but it is my number two, and it's hard for me to choose two because I think this movie is probably deserving of number one. I'd imagine it's deserving of number one, but in terms of what I felt, I mean, I really love it. I think this movie is extremely Just say strong. What the movie is and then 1917, talk about it. directed by uh, Sam Mendes. This is your number two. Number two. Yeah, a little bit. So we just saw a plane crash. Oh. And uh, there's two soldiers, the main characters of the film. I think you should have played the singing scene. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great singing scene. But let's see. We should put him out of his reserve. No, get him some water. He needs water. All right. <laughs> I guess that, that was kind of a bad clip. But what happened after that clip was in, it was very, I think. It gives away the movie, so shut Yeah, I'm not going to give away the movie, but how this movie deals with war. how this yelling. How this movie deals with war. How this movie deals with death. How this movie deals with just the constant, the way, the way life just constantly moves. Like after a certain character in this movie dies, the next, it just goes on from there. There's no, no stopping, no mourning, no, nothing. It's like, that's just how war is. That's how life is. You don't, you don't life? get a, a life. Yeah. Like a life. You don't get a chance to have your little, you know, I don't, I don't even want to downgrade like the way other movies portray death, but the way other movies portray it or a lot of movies portray it, there's the strings you know flare and there's a there's a big pause and everybody has to sit and think about the death but in this movie it's like on to the next on to the next death has happened it's over it's done and there's just nothing but violence and and just a relentless nature of war that you just have to keep going there's nothing you can do about it it's just it's so relentless i think this movie is so beautifully shot the cinematography, everything about it te from a technical standpoint, I think it's by far and away the best technically made movie. Um, there's so many great scenes like uh, this scene right here. I think this like this whole scene that I'm about to play, it's all visual, so this kind of doesn't make sense, but it's for you, babe. The, the When they're in that bombed out... Yeah, when they're in that bombed out area where the light is coming in from a fire and and just the backdrop of the light hitting hitting the characters it's just such a beautiful movie i think from a visual standpoint well no it's so she asked if i don't know if we could hear that over the scene but there's no i don't think there's very much cgi in this at all this is all practical practical effects all these okay. things this is a real set this totally is really <laughs> yeah i mean this is that's what makes this movie so goddamn great is that okay push play i just want to say that this this year has been so great i think this movie is like top <laughs> 10 of the decade this is such a great movie i think it's so beautiful Yeah, I don't think we can keep watching the whole scene. So it's all visual that you can hear the music. 
Some people complained about the score a little bit because it was over the top. There was it's like actiony and all that. Really? But yeah, people I think complained about yeah, that? I think it got a lot a lot of crap for like oh it's over God. the top score. Like it was. But, really? You know what? I hope to God those same people bitch about Star Wars. Because if you want to talk yeah. about over the top, that is over the top. Yeah, Star that Wars That is, is an excessive movie when it comes to the music. It's like drowns the movie. Yeah. Oh I, I think at points this this movie got drowned out a little bit by that. I but didn't feel that at all. And I, I, I barely feel felt that. it. I feel that in Star Wars. Every Star Wars movie I watch, I'm like, oh my God, am I just watching Fantasia again but not a good version of it? It's terrible. It's too much. Yeah, no, I, I can see what you're saying. I, I didn't really feel it that much either. This movie is like damn near a masterpiece for me. And then... It is. Uh, it's probably a perfect movie. Yeah, that, I, I don't know how to say this without giving it away, but... No. The way this movie is basically a perfect circle. I didn't notice that until you pointed it out to mm-hmm. me. How I don't want to say how it ended or whatever, but... It began where don't, no, no, it ended. No, 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 don't say that. It didn't begin where it ended, technically. Don't don't technically, think that. If you no. haven't seen the movie, it doesn't begin where it ends, but it's it's such a perfectly crafted movie. So I think if this movie wins the Oscar for Best Picture, I'm 100% fine with that. I think this is like damn near a masterpiece. But it's not my number one. It's my number two, barely. That's why you gave it Best Director, because you had to give it something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Parasite is right there along with this with, with uh, Director. Is that the Bing Bong Joe? Yeah, that's racist. But yes, all right. <laughs> I don't remember. Didn't it say Bing or Bong? Oh, my Lord. Please all tell right. me that your, your number one movie... Of, of the, the year. year. Am I going and, to get to talk about it again? Yeah, I know. It's getting late, and we're, we've been doing 1917, it. 1917, so. I know. So her number one's yeah. 1917. I knew when we walked out of it, you said it was just like you were blown away by it. I was, I was blown away by how perfect it was. Yeah, I was very surprised because it it's a war beyond, movie. Oh, no, I hate war movies. I absolutely hate war movies. I'm not a Saving Private Ryan fan. Um, and, I mean, I do like Life is Beautiful. I don't consider that a war movie as, as much. Yeah. Um, it's more like a Holocaust movie, I suppose. But uh, I do love this movie. And I'm just taken taken aback by it. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, on the trailer, it said, 1917 direct, director of Skyfall. And it's like, why would you list Skyfall? American Beauty. Sam Mendes directed American Beauty. Directed Road to Perdition and Revolutionary Road. Do you remember that one? Oh, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. Just Kate Revolutionary Winslet. Road is one of my favorite authors. Movies. Authors. Revolutionary. Oh, never mind. I'm messing up the road with Revolutionary. Oh, the road. road. It came yeah, out a similar year, or is it the same year? No, Revolutionary Roads with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate I know Winslet. That one. That, one, like the, that one was a good movie. For very, sure. very good movie. Yeah. My mistake. So Sam Mendes. I think he stop saying his name and just tell me more movies that I would know. Um, I think that's it. He did Skyfall, Spectre. Spectre. Um, that's that. Uh, is like Inspector Gadget. No, it's uh the uh, James Bond movie. That's oh, the same thing. I don't even know why anyone makes James Bond movies. A uh, Jarhead. He did. Did you remember Jarhead? Is that a funny movie? No, 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 no. Okay. Jarhead is uh I know starring the name. Jamie Foxx, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um. <gasps> very underrated movie. Oh yes, I really love that movie. But uh, when I like look at ratings or critics or whatever they think of it, and it's like very underrated. But I think Jarhead is extremely. So what you're good telling movie. me is that this director is like an always almost good enough for you. No, 1917 is good enough no, for me. If I did a top ten, which I enough. will do, 
on this podcast, a top 10 for the decade. I think 1917's in there. It's. I'm actually quite disappointed in you right the, now. Oh, because you know what my number one is. I know. You're and such I don't a, like, give, man bitch. I don't give a shit what any of you stupid ass critics and all you movie snobs think about this movie. Because look at a lot of regular moviegoers that don't watch a lot of movies, they love this movie. And a Jesse. lot of the critics, hold on. A lot of the critics <laughs> shit on this movie for, they, they try to underplay. They're like, oh yeah, it's a good movie, but it's not a great film. This movie is my favorite movie of the Oscar nominate, nominated films, and I think it's a such a compelling movie. Todd Phillips, The Joker. Okay. Have you seen what it's like out there, Murray? Do you ever actually leave the studio? Everybody just yells and screams at each other. Nobody's civil anymore. Nobody thinks what it's like to be the other guy. You think men like Thomas Wayne ever think what it's like to be someone like me? To be somebody but themselves, they don't. They think that we'll just sit there and take it like good little boys, that we won't werewolf and go wild. You finished? All right, I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. The, what Joaquin Phoenix does in this movie, he goes from pathetic to uh, he, he makes this pathetic character a cool character. Somebody that you look at, and it's like, when he's walking, tell me, when he's walking down the stairs, you're not like, that's a badass motherfucker right there. When he's in the <laughs> mirror and he's just like looking at himself, that's a badass motherfucker. He goes from that, from pathetic to that, to sad. Yelling. To angry, like when he when he does that whole, from, he goes from angry to sad to everything. He like encompasses every emotion in that scene, in the whole movie, I think he does everything in that movie. Do you not agree with me? You're making a weird face. No, I do not agree with you. I think he is the entire time pitiful. I don't think he is ever anything but a pitiful character. To me, even in that when he was like laughing, and he was using that weird tone, he reminded me of that guy from Saturday Night Live, like the man child. Oh, no, 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 you're talking about Mad TV. Oh, Uh, that's what I mean. Whatever it is. Look what I can do. Yes, he reminds me of that guy. And the entire time he's a pretty pitiful character. He gets a little empowered in a few moments. But what he does with the empowerment is, like, even more pitiful. Not pitiful. That's not the right word. But it it doesn't make him anything but pitiful the entire time. I don't see anything beyond the pitiful. And And I do see frustration i do see where people's frustration comes from because there are there are people like you who say oh yeah he's great you know and they're happy with him and i'm like no he's not a a great person the character is not a great person at any moment no but i'm saying when he's walking down those stairs he just looks like a badass when he when he finally dons like his joker outfit and he looks in the mirror and then that beautiful music soars do not tell me look at that like damn statuesque when i look at the music and the dancing I think it's beautiful. Yeah, okay. And, and those are really the good scenes. The dancing scenes are, are always seem to be my favorite. Yeah. Like I was telling you, play the dancing scene yeah. in Jojo Rabbit. I love the dancing scenes. I'm a sucker for the dancing and the music. But the dancing scenes are beautiful. Down yeah. the stairs, in the bathroom, the movements of the body and the music and the combination. They did a great job, but... Yeah, like when he's doing his little poses. He doesn't poses. look like a badass. Well, he, he does. He just 
look, it's just beautiful. It's he a goes beautiful from, but he got, what I'm saying is he goes from that pitiful to almost like you don't eat, like he's like a leper or something. You don't even want to touch him to where he's going down the stairs and he just looks like a badass. He is a badass. He's full of confidence. And then he goes to like this, like childlike, like where he's almost like childlike when he's talking to Murray. And then he goes to menacing. But he's pretty childlike the entire time. Not when he, he like, gets menacing really though. When he's like, you're me. Murray. Even that, and he's he, like looking he, over. You wanted just even to be on in the that show. scene, he maintain mm. he maintained that childlike demeanor. Part of it, yeah. And the tone, and like you heard that victim in him the yeah. entire time he was speaking. Even when he was angry, he had the victim in him. Yeah, he was a victim the whole time, but he he switched from this like childlike. What are you doing? This childlike like playfulness and then he just went to menacing and he i think he he's just so good at encapsulating all emotions that human emotions i think he's just it was so be and not only that though the music the way this movie looked the cinematography of this movie the color palette everything about this movie i think was just beautifully done and i don't get i know, I know what you're saying you're saying he wasn't a great character you didn't really like empathize no. with him at any point did you ever empathize with him at all yes i okay. empathized with him until even when he killed the oh, guy, oh. even when he killed a character, he, was on, he killed characters. Yeah, and the the first time, I was like, mm, those guys deserved it. Yeah, uh, but that empathy didn't. I just wasn't. I feel like movies, you know, for everyone, it's kind of what they can relate to. What 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 it does for them when they watch it really i mean you can appreciate a lot of other things but what it does for you i can appreciate this movie for a lot of things but i look at this as a as a typical like comic book movie mm -hmm. on the villain side and that's what i see in it it was unrealistic the war the chaos not the war the riots, the chaos, the way the movie played out, the way things happened, it was all unrealistic. What I liked about it is that it was kind of an unknown or uncertain. Were we in reality or not the whole time? Was he crazy or not? Like there was still that kind of question, like what mm. happened and what was his figment of imagination? Those kind of things, the unknown, the questioning, make it a better movie. Um, but it just didn't do it for me. And I just want to point out, this is number six on my list. Wow. Which is unfortunate because I want to like Parasite more, but it is number seven. I want to like Parasite more, but I feel like... Parasite number seven? What's number eight then? Little Women. Little Women number nine? Oh, just... Irishman. Just guess. <laughs> All right, let me give my, really, my list really quick, but I still want to talk a little bit about Joker. So I got at number six, I have... Oh, I'm looking at your list. You are, because I was just in there. Number six for me is The Irishman. Number seven is um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Although that movie, when I reviewed that movie, that movie is one that I probably will have way up higher later on, I had imagined. Because, okay, continue. Um, and then Jojo Rabbit, number eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I have not ranked Ford versus Ferrari yet. I'm sorry. Ford versus Ferrari is number six for me. Um, Irishman is number seven. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, number eight. Jojo Rabbit, number nine. So, I really, uh, I really like Ford versus Ferrari. We didn't talk too much about that. I really like that movie. Um, I thought, it, and it might be. It, I, no, I think my top five is very solid. I think Little Women is 
uh, a very, very good movie. Parasite, Marriage Story, 1917, Joker. That's pretty solid for me. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood probably will move up eventually. But Joker for me, like there were a lot of times during that movie where I was like laughing and giggling like a little schoolgirl because not necessarily what was happening was funny, but it was just so goddamn good. Every It made all the right moves, I thought. It just made every right move and, and every and I agree with you like some of the riot stuff like where he became this super I don't want to like spoil it or anything there were some unrealistic parts at the near the end but um but the, I don't the, think the so. way the way I don't know what the timeline that this was supposed yeah. to be taking place in but the whole society was just like it looked like modern times but like depression era yeah treatment of that. people and it's like this is not yeah. modern society people are not treated that way and i kind of saw it. it is i guess what you could say about it is it does what jojo rabbit did it jojo rabbit says here's the hall here's um here's you know nazi germany and it's it's kind of in a child's a goofy, perspective silly way, yeah. he, and so this is here's society but it's in this um victimized or self-proclaimed victim's eyes it's his view of the world it's that incel as you call it view of the world everyone's against you everything's falling apart everything's so bad and terrible and so killing people doesn't matter because it's all shit anyway like so the only thing is if you can look at it and say that's what it is then, then you're saying it's not real. It's not realistic. He's not valid in his thoughts. He's just that's almost his world that we're seeing, and his his life in that world. But um, I just don't think it's good enough to do that to and say that's what it was doing. Well, I don't me, think it was obvious enough. I think there were too many moments where it seemed like that's what it actually was, and too much. Too many people could rely on it and say, oh, or not rely on it, but look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's life. That's yeah. so sad. That's why we all need to fight up against these. No, I agree with that. Like, I can see people taking this as, like, a realistic depiction of reality. And I agree that's bad and all that. But I think that's what's great about this movie. It made that perspective beautiful. I thought it was extremely beautiful. I think Joker, the ending of this film, not necessarily – I don't want to go too much into spoilers, but – the literal ending scene sequence of this movie is one of the most beautiful ending sequences of any movies I've ever seen. I love the way this movie ends. Just the very... The very end. No, I, I love a white, lot of things about this white, movie. Green, white and, and red. White and red. Okay. Love wow. that movie. I love the way that looks. It's so beautifully put together. This is like an offshoot of your ICP background. I'm just going to say <laughs> no, that right now. Like... You no. love this movie for all the reasons you loved ICP oh, when you were a kid. Like no. this is the this is the essence of your obsession with this movie. I don't think I think that's it a is. reductionist like a, of my opinion of this movie. This movie it, is so beautifully that's done. That's what it is, no. though. Like yes, it's no. not. It, there's no way it deserves to be. Yeah, all the movies one. from this year, there's no way. It's not the best. No, I'll there's tell you this. No fucking it's way. It's not the best movie of the year. It's the best of the Oscar movies. <laughs> It's the best of the Oscar. I think 1917's right there with it. No, it's so beautifully done. You're just crazy. And I'm going to tell you right now because you keep on saying, oh, I don't care what all you, you know, critics say and all you blah, blah, blah. Us regular normal movie viewers. Um, Excuse me. You are not a normal movie viewer. You are like um, a crazy movie viewer. No, I know. And I am a normal movie viewer who is not a critic. And 
I'm sharing the opinion of the critics, so... No, no, no. What I'm saying... I think I reside somewhere between the movie snob and the normal no moviegoer. Yeah, I'm no not big. a movie snob. You're a movie snob. No, I'm not a movie You're a total If snob I was a movie city. snob, I'd be like, Joker is derivative of Taxi Driver. And What's wrong with Taxi Driver? Taxi Driver was way better than that's Joker. What, that's what the There's critics no are saying. There's no derivative to it. No, They're t- different movies. Tisha, that's what a lot of the critics are saying. If you want oh. Taxi... If you want Taxi Driver, go watch Taxi Driver. Don't watch a cheap ripoff as in Joker. I think Taxi Driver is a better movie. But this movie, that, that's the problem. that I, I was talking to Journey about this, my brother. Critics do this all the time. They they hold this movie, Joker, up to Taxi Driver. Oh. And since Joker doesn't reach that level to Taxi Driver, they downgrade it. That's dumb. And I did not do that to Jojo Rabbit. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> kind of reminds not, me of Jojo Rabbit. I tell you right That's now. That's fair. You jo- should have let me say that. Jojo I Rabbit. I should have been able to say that, mister. Because I do think Jojo Rabbit is a very good movie. Oh. I'm not going to downplay it just because it doesn't live up to the greatness of Life is Beautiful. Jojo Rabbit is a very good movie. I think Joker is an exceptional movie. It's damn near a masterpiece for me. It's wow. not quite as good. I think Taxi Driver is the original. It's it's better, I think. But that that's beside the point. Joker I, is such an entertaining movie. Everything about this movie is so well done. Number one of the Oscars. And I will do my top ten on the next episode. And I guarantee you this is going to be up there very high. So uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me just say. Joker is amazing. You're know, delusional. Geez. Yes. And because you monologue, and I have a point. Hold on, I have a real quick point. point. Joker is an exceptional film. All right, go ahead. (laughs) It's shit. So well done. Look, it's not shit. Like I said, it was number six or something, but. You're, that's crazy. Jojo Rabbit over Joker. Oh God, are you crazy? Look, (sighs) it's just a better movie, Jesse. All around, all around better movie. All around, I left Joker just like, nauseated and right. infuriated. All right, let's end where we can agree. So, last year's um, Oscars. Last year's Oscars, can we both agree that this year's Oscars are a lot better than last year's Oscars? I'll remind you of last year's Oscars. Roma, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, Vice, Stars Born, and The Favorite. Yeah, I really liked The Favorite. Yeah, me too. And I like Stars Born very much. I like, I'll say this, I love The Favorite and I love Stars Born. I, I liked the rest of them. I, I don't think, like if, if we were to combine these years' Oscars, I don't think Vice, Green Book, Bohemian, Black Panther, Black Klansman, and Roma would have even made the list for this year. I don't think they're as good as any of the movies this year. I Maybe really, Jojo Rabbit, I think. I really, really enjoyed watching Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it was fun. Just love that movie. It was a great movie. I loved the favorite and it didn't win yeah favorite was my f- number one last year yeah, for the too. oscar films and so if you were to compare it to this year yes there are more more movies that are better deserving of the oscars all right so let, let's just wrap this up with um oscars let's say so of these Oscar movies, we got Ford vs. Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Irishman, Little Women, Parasite, Marriage Story, 1917, and Joker. Of those movies, what would you say of those movies that you love, that you think are just really great movies that you love and that you really, really, really love? Um, I would say my top three. Uh, um, 1917... Marriage Story. No, and... Marriage no, no. Story is yours. 1917... 
Jojo, Jojo Rabbit and Ford. Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. All right. Um, yes. I, and so for me, I would say... Um, no, I, I mean, wow. It's hard because even Once Upon a Time and Marriage Story, the top five, I think, are all just like beyond... There's yeah, and you couldn't movies. really say that about last year, right? You'd be like, favorite, maybe Star is Born. No, I last, love Star is Born. Last but... year I was like, why are these on here? I didn't yeah. hate Roma. You you had a sh- sheer passionate hate for <laughs> no, Roma. No. And it was like, Roma is a good I movie. didn't hate Roma. It was beautiful. There were so many yeah, beautiful things about it. Like, I was crying. It was It was a great movie, and it felt so real. No, I rated so Roma wrong. as a good movie. I think it's a good movie. Jesse, I just I wish you wouldn't mention your rating. Three stars and out of your five. Wording Three stars out of five. It's good movie. I rated it as a good movie. I can't help it if I have objective ratings. Do do not have objective, objective ratings. No, I I think Roma was a good movie. I just it was so goddamn overrated. Um, it was very good. It was good though. But yeah, like of all these movies, I think this year is a very good Oscar movie. So. When the Oscars are going on, I'll be rooting for Joker in 1917. You'll be rooting for? You're going to lose, you know. When you're rooting 1917 for Joker. will probably win. I hope so. So what will you be rooting for? 1917? 19, I don't think... What if 1917 doesn't win? I will... Let me just talk. I yeah. will say that if 1917 wins, I would not be disappointed. Yeah, me either. Um, if Parasite even won, even though it's lower on the list, I would not be disappointed. I don't think it's a great. It didn't make me feel good, but I can see the appeal to it. I can see why people would want it to win and why it may win. Um, so just from an objective perspective. I would say the same thing for Marriage Story. Um, I do not think Ford vs. Ferrari or um, Jojo Rabbit are going to win, but... I think they're both very great movies. All right. Well, I'll be rooting for 1917 or Joker. Um, I'm going to give my official prediction. I think Parasite is going to win Best Picture, and it's going to be very shocking because it's the first foreign film to ever win Best Picture. And who gives a shit? They're just old, white, liberal men voting for these, so fuck these guys. But that's what I bet. Parasite's probably going to win, or 1917. Joker is probably not going to win because all these goddamn... Tisha's Jesse, out there thinking Jesse, it's not that Jesse, great. That's not why. I agree, Tisha. Jesse, Joker is amazing. I agree. Old white men are voting, yeah. and your little incel movie is for old white men or young white men. No, they're all but liberal, though. Like... You're not including the liberal part. Oh, no, no. And no. I'm liberal. You're liberal, but Jesse, it gets out of hand. You sometimes. are like all right. not liberal. I am liberal. All right. All right, Tisha, say goodbye. Maybe next time you'll be on here too. Top 10. Next. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. It was fun. Look at how long we talked. One hour and 30 goddamn That's minutes. That's too many minutes. That's way too goddamn many minutes. It's because you monologue. If you could just focus, we could get through things. All right. Did One you finish hour. your wine? I did. All right. I finished my scotch. We will, I will be, maybe Tisha will be back next. Cheers. Next. Oh, there we go. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. Next time on the podcast, I will be doing my top 10 from 2019. And Joker will be on it. Why don't you just talk about what happened at the Oscars? Oh, we will do that too. What happened at the Oscars? Which one best picture? Last year, Green well, Book goodbye, won. Monologue. Green Book, You're really? saying goodbye. Green Book was a fine goodbye. film. Farewell. Not best picture of the movie. Farewell. Come on. All right. Scotch and red wine. Goodbye.